Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, and welcome to Blizzard Watch, the podcast where we watch Blizzard Entertainment and its many games, like the Guardians of the Universe, watching over all of us. Anyway, I'm Matt, I'm the host, and with me this week are two magnificent co-hosts, both of whom deserve Greenlander power rings, but which don't have them, unfortunately. First up, he does a lot of evil things on his Shadow Priest because they're evil. Uh, Mitch, what have you been up to this week, Mitch? Hey, um, I got married in Stardew Valley. It was... uh... I was all set to be excited for you. Man, for a minute there. <laughs> like, burying the lead, dude. You got married? What? That's amazing. Oh, in Stardew Valley. Emily and I are very happy. Okay, well, congratulations to you Thank and your you. digital wife. Thanks. On your weird farmstead with aliens or whatever it is underneath it. I never could quite understand what's going on in those caves. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I honestly have been playing that a lot, but I'm getting into hots right now because of the halloween event and i love halloween stuff yeah, and we, we, junk rat and we're gonna be talking yeah. about that i know yeah. we are but you asked me what i'm up to man oh, and i wanted cool. to give you know more than just stardew valley i and even I want though that's you, most of what i did i we do want you to expand on that though because it is new and interesting and cool uh but also with us this week um she does practically everything include writing about raids and so forth uh and lore and you know, role-playing and you name it uh and stickney and what have you been up this weekend <laughs> I'm still like, <laughs> I'm still kidding. I got married. It's yeah. Stardew Valley. <laughs> what was that? That was, that was Weren't just. Weren't you about ready to go like, oh my God. My I, God. Was, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you didn't say anything about this. My God, who is, who is he or she? What's it like? <laughs> well, no, and it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So anyway, so you married Emily. Yeah. Not her sister? Oh, God, no. Her sister's horrible. Yeah, isn't she? I gave her sister a rock. I didn't actually... Because she said her sister hates rocks. I didn't actually <laughs> marry anybody in Stardew Valley. Like, I I didn't go through that process because I wanted to romance everybody. That's fair. Yeah. Apparently and then I did, and it was, it was great. <laughs> like, and none of them seemed to care that I'm just, like, serial dating all of them. <laughs> Oh, hey, how you doing? Oh, hey, you're with Ted now. Well, that's nice, I guess. <laughs> that's okay. No, you We're fine with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't played Stardew Valley in so long. They added Shane as a romance option. He was not a romance option the last time I played. So that gives you an idea of how long it's been since I visited Apparently my Emily farm. Emily wasn't originally either? No, she wasn't. They added her. Okay. Um, anyway, what have I been up to? Um, man... Not much. I got my hair cut, <laughs> which yeah. has nothing to do with video games at all. Um, and all they did was just cut my hair so it'll curl more. Um, do you guys remember? Well, you remember, Mitch. You know how much my hair curled, right? Yeah. When I had curlers and stuff in it. Yeah. yeah. It just does that naturally now. <laughs> I'm like a floof. I'm like an eternal floof. This is pretty great. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. This is a really good haircut. Thanks. 
I um, am the eternal floof. As yeah, far my as... hair does the opposite. My hair, like, when the longer it is, the straighter it is. Yeah, well, and, mine was yeah. getting to that point where it was so long that I it was just flat on top, and I was like, I need to do something about this. So I went to somebody who knew how to cut curly hair. And, uh, yeah, it's all over the place now. It's pretty great. I like it a lot. But uh, as far as games go, games, I haven't really been doing much of anything because I've just been so busy with other stuff that I haven't had time to actually dedicate to playing so most of what I've been doing has just been logging on, checking my missions, doing a few dailies, like doing a few world quests and getting those knocked out of the way, and then logging back off again and going back to whatever it was I was doing around the house. However, I did get not one but two mana rays this week, so that was nice. Cool. Oh, out of that's the right. Yeah. I, I still have only one have more the to... one. I have three of them out of the four. I, I have one more to get from the eggs. Um, and then I still haven't gotten the one that drops from the mana ray, like the world quest objective rare dude that's out there. Apparently, is, is it a mana ray that drops yeah. from him? Yeah. Oh, okay. The big, the the blue and yellow mana ray that's out there in um, Macari. Oh, okay. Yeah, he'll drop a mana ray. Um, I don't have that one though. I keep killing it every time I see it. I'm like, oh, look at you! You look so friendly and nice. I'm gonna stab you, and hopefully, you'll give me something to ride around. Never works that way. Um, and then the other thing that I found out, which I wasn't quite aware of because it wasn't one of the like widely advertised facts, but apparently Army of the Light, the Paragon boxes from the Army of the Light reputation, you can get really cool armored Elec mounts from that. There's like three different ones that you can get out of those boxes. And apparently, if you're super lucky, you can get three out of one. Yeah, Which... you can get multiple mounts out of one box. Yeah. If you're super lucky. So, uh I have started needless to say I've started grinding Army of the Light rep again because I I need as many things to ride around as possible. I yeah, I'm don't... not right now I'm looking around at all the boxes in my house and realizing I won't get to do that anytime soon and now I'm upset. <laughs> See, you'll I be okay. I love the you'll wow. Be, you'll be back in before you know it. I think I logged into WoW on like Friday and uh I still had the weekly quest to get seals and stuff. I'm Ooh. like, oh boy, this is how I know that another game has been taking my time. Yeah. I still have like weekly stuff to do. Well, look, you're playing Stardew Valley, and that's yeah. a notorious. Yep. It will eat oh, your yeah. life. It is. I love it. And it Stardew is... Valley is seriously reminds me of like if you took Animal Crossing yes. and you like exposed it to like Godzilla DNA and made Biolante but out of video games. It's it's like a mix between Harvest Moon and Animal Crossing with a little bit of dungeon crawl thrown in, but it's like a small dungeon crawl thrown in. Um, yeah. And I love the fact that whoever you talk to, everybody's got their own little individual story and you get to know everybody and it's just, it's a lot of fun. And if you play your cards right, you can kiss everybody and they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> You know, sooner or later, there's going to be a WoW expansion that's going to add this in somehow. Where I can they, kiss they basically people? Added that the, would be great. They, they added the Pokemon <laughs> game in. They basically turned pet battles into like a Pokemon game. So yeah. sooner or later, we're going to get some kind of whack simula simulator game where you date everybody. It it's going to happen. Me, Stardew Valley reminds me a lot. It's like a souped up version. Be and of course it is because... Uh, the Half Hill, the farm in Half Hill where you go get presents for people. Yeah. And you, okay, so that's like a little mini itty bitty Harvest Moon in and of itself. So Stardew Valley is like a souped up version of that, like to the extreme. And it's a really good, it's just really relaxing. It is the most relaxing game I have ever played in my life. And when you can play it on the Switch and take it anywhere, oh man. <laughs> As much as it's fun switch, to talk so. about Stardew Valley, um, we do technically have to talk about other games. Yeah, we do. do we? So we should move on to them, their news items. So the first one, uh, we'll probably talk about this one first because it's a pretty big deal. Uh, Antorus's raid testing has been going on, and this week we've gotten LFR testing, if I'm remembering the article correctly, Ann? Yeah. Yeah, they're actually, um, this week what they're going to do, instead of the traditional, okay, we're going to open three bosses today and then three bosses tomorrow or whatever, um, what they're doing tomorrow, that's Wednesday for people that are listening live, for people that aren't listening live, hey, this started yesterday and you should totally get in on that, um, it's running Wednesday through Friday, they will be testing the Forbidden Descent, and that is one of the ring 
one of the uh, raid finder wings for Antorus the Burning Throne. It is not the opening wing. Um, it's one of the middle ones, I guess. I, I don't know if you can take them in any order or whatnot, but I'm pretty sure that they're going to give us give them to us one at a time like they did with um, Tumas Argaris. So the Forbidden Descent, that includes King Garoth Ver- Veramothras and the Coven of Shavara, uh, that one, it's going to open up at 1 Pacific tomorrow. And it's going to run through Friday, October 20th. And then on Friday, they're going to open Hope at Hope's End, which is another one of the wings. And Hope's End includes Portal Keeper. What is his name? Portal Keeper Hasabel. Maybe I'm saying that right. I'm not sure. Uh, Anar the Lifebinder and Imanar the Soul Hunter. Those three encounters are in that wing. Um, they are going to be keeping that wing open through the weekend, in theory. Of course, this is PTR testing, so keep that in mind. They could take it down if they wanted to. And then for people who are looking for an actual challenge and not raid finder stuff, on Friday they are actually going to be testing the mythic versions of Agrimar and Veramothras. So if you're looking for something to do, there's plenty yeah, to do on the PTR. In the next I think it's good that they're days. actually doing heavy PTR testing though. Yeah. Because yeah. people do a lot of PTR. I mean, I mean, not just well, they do a lot what, of LFR. Here's what I like here is is that they're finally getting into the raid, fi- raid finder testing because that tells me that they're they've they've gotten it where they wanted to at the at the upper levels and now they're starting to kind of tune everything else around that. Raid yeah. finder is usually one of the last things that they do. I don't think we've gotten a release date for Antorus yet, but I feel like we're going to get one soon. Yeah, it does feel like it's going to be before BlizzCon. I don't know if they're going to open it before BlizzCon. They may actually announce the release, like, when it's going to open at BlizzCon. It might be on their list of things to talk about. I don't know. On the no money being, you know, wagered front, let's just assume that I'm on the pool for before BlizzCon and you guys can be on the pool for after it. Okay. Well, here's my deal. I don't really like talking about pools with you. Just <laughs> okay. As, as You'll go future, in the pool. Future note. Future note. Just you know, here's here's the reason why I kind of argue against that, though, Rossi, is that there are so many people that are in you know these hardcore raid guilds that are doing you know the highest level raids and that kind of thing. If this opened two weeks before BlizzCon, people would oh, be yeah. mad. It would interrupt that point. whole. Yeah, it interrupt yeah. that whole race for world first actually, or whatever you're making a good point too because also i mean they're gonna have some people actually doing a live raid at blizzcon right they did last year uh i think they're doing think two years ago wasn't it? i think are they doing a mythic dungeon thing this year I don't they remember. already had the mythic dungeon invitational oh okay so they're not doing that I, they, they have a whole bunch of like tournament stuff going on and i think well, I that they that, have yeah, like pvp stuff PvP going thing, on yeah. i don't know if they have any like raid things going on well, I mean, even so, I mean, as you pointed out, people will be at BlizzCon and thus wouldn't really be able to raid. So, yeah, yeah. there's that. Uh, yeah, and they'd get kind of cranky about that. <laughs> That's oh, why yeah. I'm thinking, you know, if, if if we were still back at the beginning of October, I'd say, oh, yeah, maybe they'll release it in the next week or so. But we're so close to BlizzCon right now that I can't really see them releasing brand new raid content that you know they're going to have to hot fix the heck out of no matter how much BTR testing that they've done when they're doing a convention like that cuz yeah you convinced me big yeah okay anyway we should probably talk about um Overwatch next because we've got two Overwatch things and then one that's kind of Overwatchy so uh we'll mention the kind of Overwatchy one first Mitch you've been playing Junkrat and Heroes talk about it Oh, that kind of Overwatchy. Um, yeah. So he is in Heroes now. He's an assassin, which you know is probably expected. Um, he has pretty much the same kit as he does in uh, Overwatch. Like he shoots grenades. So uh, he's got the whole Riptire thing, or yeah, he does have Riptire. It's one of his ultimates. His other ultimate is slightly different from Riptire. Um, he gets on a rocket. And it's actually a lot like Doomfist's ultimate, where you kind of get a you aiming reticle. Oh, yeah. And, so you and go up you... in the air and come down and explode? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> um, and when you land on the ground, his uh, his thing that activates when he dies, like, you know how he normally lays down grenades in Overwatch? Like, that's still a thing in Heroes? Yeah. Um, he lays that, and it does a ton of damage if someone gets caught in it. So, like, the rocket explosion is decent enough to begin with. And when Is you there, add like, that a knockback or a stun associated with uh, that? I can't remember off the top of my head if it 
does it? I don't think it does because the tire does a knockback. Okay. And I think you, you would want them on top of your uh, mine, whatever things that you leave. That's why I was wondering if there was a stun involved or no. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't think there's a stun. It might slow. I don't know off the top of my head. Okay. Um, but he, he has that. And then when that ends, you're taken back to your starting area. Uh, but you have 150% mount speed until you dismount. So, like, you can get so back. So, what to I'm where hearing is that he's ridiculously OP, and we should expect him to be nerfed in the next couple of weeks. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's, Which is he's kind of par of for the though. course. Anytime they introduce a new hero. Well, it's yeah. interesting that they've basically made a hero where they're encouraging you to kill him. I think that's great. Well, yeah, it's uh, and the the thing with his uh, like his auto attacks or whatever, not auto attacks, his Q ability where he like fires uh, a grenade that bounces. Like you can tell on it, so it has a really long range, and then like an even longer bounce range, and you can hit heroes as they're running away, really far away. And uh, on top of that, all of his, all of those grenades also ricochet off of things. So like those things can do some damage. It's it's a lot of fun, and I've just um, Garrosh is actually on free rotation this week, and I was in a match earlier with the Garrosh while I was playing Junkrat. And Garrosh has the two abilities, one where, like, he drags enemies towards him. Ooh, and another I bet you where that he... works really well together, huh? Oh, yeah. And, and the other one where he throws a hero. And together with Junkrat, like, if you can coordinate it, holy crap, can you screw up enemy positioning. And, like, like there's no escape. Like, Junkrat's um, mine will knock them back, and they try to run away. Garrosh throws them. Uh, and then, you know, they're running away again. Garrosh can grab what? them again. And then you're... Your have, mind's back up again. It's I have great. a question. Um, and this is coming from somebody that really doesn't play heroes all that much. So keep that in mind. Like my, the okay. most experience I have with heroes is a little bit that we did on the live stream and also watching tournaments. Um, Zarya in heroes, does she have the same kind of abilities as she does in Overwatch? Like, does she do the whole graviton thing, pull everybody in or no? Yeah. So she has her. So she, she would has, work well with him too, in other words. Yeah. So she has her two ultimates. Um, one of them is just like her uh, Overwatch one, where it you know pulls yeah. enemies in. The yeah. other, it's kind of the same thing, but opposite. Like it pushes them away. So like if you put it in a choke point, so it's like a graviton thing, and then the kind of a point. reverse. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But her other things, you know, she gains a shield. She can put shields on allies. She gains damage um, based on things that she absorbs or allies absorb. Yeah. So I mean, that's the thing about Overwatch having you know as many abilities as it does, it works really well transitioning to heroes. Like, really well. I'm just imagining, like, Garrosh, Junkrat, and Gul'dan in a group together. And I think yeah. that the three of them together would be particularly deadly. I just, I, I didn't even think about it, um, you know, when they announced Junkrat, but, like, I was just playing with a Garrosh who seemed to know what he was doing, and the two of us were just... It, there was no way they could like run it back. It sounded to base. like the synergy was going to be really good between it, Junkrat yeah. and a lot of different characters. So oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, like there's the whole heroes thing where you know your disruptor move will screw up someone else's move. Mm -hmm. So there's that, but it's just it's a lot of fun. And Junkrat can you know like in Overwatch knock himself away with his uh, I forget what the thing is the actual name of the thing is, but so he can oh, use that to I get over terrain. Yeah. So like uh in Wait, the... he can get over terrain like in Heroes? Yeah, like so in in one of the I don't know if you're familiar with the I can't the Towers map where it's like the Gravekeeper oh, yeah. and the Lord. Um he can be, you know, say he's at the middle base and people start attacking the bottom base. He can, you know, put a grenade down and then launch himself over the trees and kind of put himself where the the mercenary camp is, but it's a much quicker way to get over or, Ooh. you know, you can use it to avoid there's like that death zone where if you walk too close to the enemy base, uh, they just right. start firing cannons at you. You can use the grenade to jump over the trees and avoid that completely. So the other thing that I wanted to ask you about, since you're like doing all of the hero stuff right now, uh, there's a Halloween event in Heroes right now. Yeah. So can you talk about that? Like um, what's going on with that one? Basically, uh, they added a bunch of new skins. Um they have kind of the, you know, event quests is what they call them. Uh, this time around, it's it's not as involved as the Pachamari, Pachamari, whatever you want to say. Um, it's not as involved. It's just play X number of games during uh, Hollow's End. The first one is two. The second one is eight. I can't remember what the third one is, but it rewards like a portrait, a banner, and no, a spray, 
a banner and then a portrait, I believe, is uh, what it rewards in that order. So do you get special loot boxes like you do in Overwatch? Or yes, no? you do. Um, okay. Every loot box you get is guaranteed to be a Hollow's End loot box, which is guaranteed to have hollow- one piece of Hollow's End loot. Cool. You can still re-roll them like normal with uh, gold if you have it. Um, they look really cool. Like They're almost next Ramus-y kind of like fell but also halloween kind of style uh, they look really cool um and yeah you can get them like i know a couple people who they actually pre-leveled characters to like very close to hitting level and then waited and now that the patch is out they're going to level them specifically so they get those loot boxes yeah. yes exactly <laughs> okay. um yeah so you get those you can you know also buy them like normal loot boxes Basically, the Hollow's End loot boxes have replaced normal loot boxes, and I guess there's even epic and rare ones and stuff like that, too. So other than that, there's a, there's a new bundle, which it's kind of cool, but at the same time, it doesn't include Cho'Gall's new skin, Murky's new skin. Um, who else has the new skin? It doesn't include like three or four of the new skins in the bundle, which I was kind of surprised there wasn't like an ultimate bundle. But it's still, I mean, honestly, it's still really cool. Well, like, speaking of Hollow's End... Stuff. Speaking of Hal's End, then so we should probably mention Junkenstein's Revenge is now live. Junken, uh, yeah, Junkenstein's Revenge is back. We mentioned that briefly last week, and we talked about um, they changed it a little bit as far as the heroes that you can play. So yeah, that's still live over in Overwatch. Um, so is uh, Wow's Hal's End is going, isn't it? It's Wow's tomorrow. Hal's End starts tomorrow. As far as so I know, so if you're listening to this and it's not live, then it was yesterday. As far as I know, there's not a ton of like upgrades or new stuff. I'm assuming that the loot from there. the Headless Horseman is being updated. Also, there's a new pet available that yes. you can get um, with Tricky Treats. Its name is Naxi. It's, a it's like mini, a mini floating Naxxramas. It's a mini Naxxramas that follows you around. Enjoy that. Yeah, it's it's cute. I'm going, to, I only I'm going to get that, that immediately. <laughs> I, I will only enjoy it if there's an extremely tiny raid. I don't think there's, there's an extremely tiny raid, but it does like continuously leak the uh, green goo, Rossi. Oh, good. So Is that why I didn't have enough of that. You didn't have enough of that, and also it means that you know you could like take it with you and have like an on the road Mike Holmes adventure where you're talking about oh, these God. things. <laughs> no Pro- improper no. weather stripping. <laughs> But, uh, we but yeah, that's available engine. for Tricky Treats, and I don't think that there's really anything else beyond that. Um, Wowhead usually has a pretty good guide up the day it's launching, but um, since that's not until uh, yeah, tomorrow, we I, don't have access to that. I honestly think that's the new thing. That's the, the big pet. new thing, yeah. And if there is other new stuff, it'll be surprised. Expect that the Headless Horseman, like the loot from the Headless Horseman, is going to be updated to a much more current eye level rather than last yeah, year's version. Wasn't like the uh, core yeah, diary time, stuff 880? Time walking is 880 as well. I'm, I'm yeah, going to so say that it's probably, yeah, 880. And then, of course, it'll upgrade to a certain amount randomly if you're lucky. Because that's what loot is based on now. Luck. Everything can upgrade. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. just keep running it over and over and over again. Yay. Yay. But, yeah, right, if well, you haven't gotten the mount, here's your chance. Try it again. Well, it took me I don't know how many years, but I finally got it. So come on, guys. I forget how I got it. I think it dropped actually back. I think I got it back and then you could like bring in all your characters. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't get that. <laughs> That's like the only mount I had. I don't for, remember like, how many years I was farming that thing for, but I finally got it, I think, two years ago. It finally dropped for me and I said, oh, my gosh, I never have to do this boss again. I'm so happy. So, yeah, yeah I already have the flat helmet, so I don't even need that. <laughs> I have everything. But, uh... That that dude drops. Yeah, we should probably talk I, about I Mercy. Like his rhymes. Oh, okay. I just I like his rhymes. I don't like his rhymes. Mercy, she's gotten a new, newer changes on the PTR. We should oh, talk yeah. about them. Those those just went live today. There was a another patch that came out. Um, that so those has, are live now. Yeah, it is live now. Um, it actually it just went live earlier today. Lucio has some changes, and Mercy has some changes. Uh, Guardian Angel. Players can glide past a targeted ally using the jump key now, and the cooldown no longer resets when Resurrect is activated. Um, and Valkyrie no longer resets or reduces Resurrection's cooldown, which is kind of like, uh, yeah, people was... aren't people don't seem too happy about these changes. But no. I'm sure we'll see more on the PTR soon. No, that's and... just how it seems to be with Mercy lately. Yeah, they're kind of they're trying to rework her, and I still. 
I don't get the changes that they're making. I mean, I understand that Resurrect in and of itself is a very powerful thing, um, particularly in a game like Overwatch. You know, having the button that allows you to resurrect people automatically makes you like a really big target, but it also means that you are fundamentally maybe a little OP because maybe you can't do a ton of damage yourself, but uh, you can totally bring back the person who can. So, I mean, I understand that part of it, but for me, with all of these mercy changes, it just, it feels like the character that we were introduced to and the character that came out, like what they built this character around, like the persona that they built for this character was all kind of around that whole heroes never die resurrect people like that was her thing you know that I, was I like think a, they over adjusted I think they did and trying to make her into a shooty shooty pew pew where she she can do as much damage as she can it just it feels kind of like I don't know it's it's kind of opposite of everything that they built that character around like from a so, thematic yeah, like, standpoint yeah I feel like resetting the healing cooldown was at least something yeah like allowing you to res at least like two people from, in a real clutch situation, now it just you can't even. You do can't that. even what, do that. Well, what it essentially was was three people. Was yeah. you would pop, you would pop resurrect. It would get reset. You'd pop it again, and then the, because of the cooldown reduction during Valkyrie, you could cast you could, it a third time right before Valkyrie ends. So, so I you think you can still boom, get boom. two. I think you can still get two be, based on the cooldown reduction. Not a hundred percent sure on that, but you can't get three, which was one of the. I mean. Considering the, the originally it was five, I don't think you know. Well, not originally five. Originally it was this iconic ability, and then they was, took it, it away. Up to five. And still, yeah, because yeah, it, it resurrected everybody. It was like a mass resurrect, and they got rid of the mass resurrect. And I understand why. Again, I do understand why, because that is kind of OP. But at the same time, it's like this is what you built that character around. Like this is yeah. the concept that you built that character around, and now you know. After all of this time, you're trying to do something else with it. I don't know. It just, I'm like, mm, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, in well, other that's news, pretty much also, how everyone's reacting. Yeah, in other news, Lucio, he also got to change uh, wall ride, the speed boost that Lucio gets after completing a wall ride. It's been increased by 65%. So, oh, cool. Yeah. Zoom, zoom. <laughs> I'll turn it up. What happened was that there was a bug that, there was a bug fix and it slowed Lucio's wall ride so the change just compensates for the reduced speed and brings oh. him back up to where he was supposed to be oh well okay yeah still probably also while we're talking about that kind of stuff we should probably also mention though the uh blizzard con blizzcon not blizzard con blizzcon <laughs> early <laughs> access gear blizzard store. convention yeah it's the early access gear store sale is like now going on you can yeah. buy if you got the, I think, do you have to have like a, either a, you have, you have a virtual ticket. ticket or a ticket. Yeah, you can and... look at it if you don't have it, and then you go to add it to your cart, and it's like, <laughs> nope, <laughs> no. Doesn't it look cool though? It don't looks you want great. it? Yeah. I'm gonna be honest, I, I I'm not really a big fan of that bag. It I'm, just not doing of, it for I'm not. Me. I'm not really a fan of the bag, but the other lots of other cool awesome. stuff. Uh, this year's the like, one you get with the backpack. Yeah. Oh, the backpack. Yeah. You know, I liked the messenger bags that they had a lot better. And probably yeah, because you can use I, still, I still use that as my laptop case. I love it. I have, yeah, I have two of them. I have the, I think it's like the 20 year anniversary bag. And then I have the one that came with the loot box. I think it was last year. Not the loot box. Um, bag in a box? Yeah, the bag in a box. Whatever. The thing, the, the swag bag that they had last year at last year's BlizzCon also included a messenger bag. So I have two of them. And they I used them, huh? Did it? Was it last year or the year before? Might have been the year Might before. Might have been the year before. Might have been the year before. Anyway. My wife has, has that one. She the gray one, the one, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like a dark, it's like a charcoal gray with black, tra it's like really nice. And then the one that they had before that was the anniversary one. And I still use them both pretty regularly because they're just really nice bags. I would not use a backpack. I'm just not. I mean, yeah, the backpack is like 19, it's, you know? it's designed to like all the pins you can get at the convention. Yeah, like they fit on the front, so it's like a cool collector thing. But but eh. it's not. I mean, I I like it when the stuff in in the swag bag is actually like useful stuff or just cool stuff, like stuff that I can put on display, that yeah. kind of thing. A backpack with pins, not really something I'm going to use. And I don't know, maybe that's just me. 
if I were much, much younger and still in school, I would probably be all about the backpack. <laughs> well, maybe their hip, young Overwatch crowd that they've attracted over the past year <laughs> will love it. All them college kids. I guess. I don't know. I, I love the messenger bags. Like I said, I use them all the time, so. Well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I it's, it. you know, there's plenty of other stuff. I don't know. I feel like at this point we can move on to emails. Uh, so if you have an email for the show, please send it to podcast at blizzardwatch.com with podcast or blizzardwatch in the subject line so we know it's for this show. Uh, Ian has to read them, so if you can keep them short, that's great. It does make it easier for us to get through as many as possible, uh, especially since, you know, we can talk. So you're going to need to try and get in the last half of the show. So keep them short. It allows us to get through more of them. Uh, Anne, if you don't mind. I like how out of I'm like looking at this email list now and there's two short novels in here. No. <laughs> I did the best I could. Guys, come on. Cut that out. Okay, so the first email is from Annalise from Moonguard who has kept hers blessedly short. Thank you. Or his, I guess. I don't know which one you are. They kept theirs blessedly short. Says Annalise from Moonguard says, Why is it that the light is the primary adversary of the fell when the cosmology states that nature is the fell's true opposite? If the void is the next big enemy, shouldn't that be the light's time to ahem shine? Annalise. Wait, no. wait, 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 wait. Stop. Good Thank job. you for giving us wonderful shows to listen to. Um, you're welcome. As far as the cosmology chart goes and the opposites and all of that, I guess, Rossi, do you want to jump in on that? Well, I, don't, I feel like people often look at that chart and think it's it's literally like a color wheel or some kind of like absolute, you know, oh, you're over here. Therefore, you are the direct enemy of the guy over here. That, that's It's not meant to be taken that way. It's not like Fell isn't just... And if you the... want to look at it in that aspect, though, the direct correlation between Fell, it's Fell and then Arcane is, is direct opposite of yeah. it because it's on a diagonal, not straight line yeah regardless go ahead fell and arcane do have interesting interactions but we know that fell is actually created by the total annihilation of light and shadow when they come together um which is in of itself you know both light and shadow it's kind of kitty corner lights up there fells over here it's I don't feel like the cosmology chart was ever intended to be used in that way. It's just giving you an idea of the forces that exist in the in the Warcraft cosmos. It's just this is the universe. This is how weird it is. Here are the various things. Like this, here's another example. Uh, there's like a death realm where necromantic energies come from. It's not the void. It's not shadow. But but the place that borders between it and and Azeroth. It's called the Shadowlands, even though it's not the same. Like there's there's a lot in the cosmology chart that isn't a one per one correlation. It isn't meant to be okay. This this group for this guy these guys oppose these guys. I mean, it does to some degree like light and light and void do, but arcane isn't necessarily. It's not inimical to fell. Fell is inimical to arcane, but the other the opposite is not necessarily true. Okay. What about you, Mitch? You got any input on that? Not really. I mean, I haven't looked at the cosmology chart too closely, to be honest. Um. You're not the lore dude. (laughs) No, I'm exactly like I'm like adjacent to the lore. You're adjacent to it. But uh, yeah, when it comes to the lore questions, I'm kind of like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, maybe, maybe this. So yeah, that's okay. We do appreciate your input on these things (laughs) because sometimes you say something and it's like, oh yeah, wait, no, that makes sense. Or we just go off on another tangent. I love sometimes saying things. Um, as, as far as your question goes, Annalise, I, I don't think that light is necessarily the primary adversary of the fell. I think that right now the light is kind of concentrated on the fell because the fell wants to get rid of all life and the light's kind of a proponent of that. So it's not really a matter of where it falls on that cosmology chart so much as what are these forces doing right now? The fell is doing bad things, very, very bad things. The light would like to stop that. The void doesn't yeah, I mean, really seem to have too much of an issue with it, though. The, the Naru, too. The Naru were pretty heavily involved in this. Yeah. The Naru aren't the light. They're using the light, but they're not the light by themselves. They're kind of like representatives of it, but yeah, they aren't I, it. I mean, because yeah, they, they have the whole void state, too. So, like, if they were pure well, that's light... that's another tangle altogether, and I think we've written yeah. a couple of tinfoil hats <laughs> about that one. Oh, but, I was going to say, there's going to be a lot more talk about that once yeah. the raid comes out yeah yeah all right well um 
I hope that answers your question, Annalise. I mean, I know it's not like a direct answer, but hey, there's some input for you. Our next email is from Rosemary, who's a blood elf disc priest, who I'm not happy about because she sent us a small novel. Stop that. <laughs> but, you know, keep up. It's okay. Keep up, We're going to read through it anyway here. Keep All up right? writing if it's your passion. Yes, keep up writing if it's your passion. Just don't. <laughs> I'm going to read through this. We're going to try and read through all of this here. Um, I don't know if I can actually like summarize it. It's actually a really good question, though. Um, so Rosemary says, WoW has always been, had at its heart the struggle between two forces, like orcs versus humans, horde versus alliance, neither of which was really very good or evil, despite superficial appearances to the contrary. We now know a few more things in 7.3. Light is not good, and shadow is not evil. And two, every cosmic being in the game keeps shouting at us that the circle is almost complete, implying that a fundamental reordering of the game universe is coming with what NPCs have called the beginning of a new cycle. And four, for very good real-life business reasons, it is next to impossible that Blizzard would split its customer base by creating a WoW 2, so the new cycle is almost certainly not a new game. Based on this, how likely do you think it is that the quote-unquote new cycle we might see as soon as the next expansion is a shift away from the Horde versus Alliance to a Light versus Shadow? Every player could choose their new faction, and the stories and game systems could all become based on Light versus Shadow, either instead of, or even better, in addition to the traditional Horde versus Alliance split. For example, if you're a Horde slash Light player, you could go into a dungeon or a battleground with teammates who are either all fellow Hordies or all fellow adherents of the Light. This might be an interesting story reason to address perennial game problems like queue times and faction imbalance. How likely is this, and would you enjoy moving in this direction? Love the show and keep it up. Okay. This is inherently unlikely. So, so unlikely. <laughs> they have yeah. spent literally the past 13 years yeah. creating the faction conflict between the Alliance and the Horde. I don't think that they're just going to toss that aside. Yeah, yeah. No. I, I think it's cool. Don't get, like, it's a cool I, idea. Yeah. You know? It's just I would love it if they did things. it just if if they yeah. if they made it so I could play with horde players that'd be great but I don't see it happening. Yeah, and there there are a couple things WoW sort of sticks to and Blizzard I guess sticks to with WoW more accurately. Horde and Alliance seems to be one of them. Like it's just and even yeah, like adding I guess that'd be what do you call it sub faction? Yeah. I don't know. Here's the thing for you. What if your shadow priest wants to be on the light faction? Yeah, and that was the other thing I was going to bring up is like this whole everyone's talking about like light versus shadow as the next expansion. And I, I see how that would work, but at the same time, like I've really hated during Legion every time we talk to Velen or someone else and they're like, Oh, thank the light you arrived, like kicking, you know, the void's butt, whatever. Like it just there is no recognition of the shadow side of things. Um, for I have a very fun much... screenshot of my shadow priest where Velen is like, I had a vision and you're going to bring the light back and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and I'm sitting I here going, I, I, I think uh, I took the same screenshot because yeah, I was like, like, oh boy. Velen, buddy, just, I hate to break it to you. <laughs> if, if we got a whole expansion of that, I think I, I would, I'd have words. And it's well, not this just, is awkward. Yeah. It's <laughs> not just, um, it's not just shadow priests either because there's shadow priests there's also warlocks warlocks are kind of dabbling in powers that may not be on the up and up exactly same thing with demon hunters they're dabbling with powers that may not be on the up and up you know my my death knight the death knight over here um, I don't. I don't think I'm all that light. I mean, I broke into reason, Light's Hope Chapel and tried to steal Tyrion Forgering's body. There's a reason that has a spec called unholy. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm a nice Death Knight, I think. My Death Knight's got a very sunny personality, and I play her as somebody who's very nice and caring for the most part. I mean, occasionally she, you know, torments somebody because. My Shadow Priest to. is terribly friendly. Very, very terribly. Well Absolutely terribly. Very, very, very well behaved and very nice and likes small, fuzzy animals and doesn't, like, I mean, I have, like, this whole thing. Uh, yes. She's a shadow priest. Because guess what? That's the easiest spec to play right now for me. I like. I'm. I'm. I'm good with the DPS specs. Thank you very much. But um, <laughs> regardless, it's it's like you said. It, honestly, it's like you said at the beginning of your email, Rosemary. Where WoW has been, and Warcraft in general has has been since day one. It's been Horde versus Alliance. 
like orcs versus humans, horde versus alliance, whatever you want to call it, these two fundamental factions on Azeroth, and they might have, you know, other little sub-factions within those factions, but it's always been about that conflict. That's what makes Warcraft Warcraft. Um, I don't really see them moving away from that kind of fundamental distinction when it's kind of the backbone of what they built their game on to begin with. However, I do really like the idea of Horde and Alliance being able to like play together. And we got a little bit of that in Warlords when we had the whole Ashran thing where you could go undercover and you could actually play Ashran with the other faction. Do you guys remember that? Do they still yeah, do I'm, that? Yeah, the mercenary they, mode. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't... Do they still I do really mercenary was... mode in Legion? Uh, this is how much I PvP. <laughs> I don't think they do. The only time I really ever PvP is like, you know, if Terran Mill versus South Shore happens to be up, that's that's what yeah. I get. Because I'm like, oh, I want to go play that one just for fun season for old times. But most of the time, it's, you know, I'll do the world quests and that's about it. Um, I was really surprised when they didn't bring that to PvE when after it came I to PvP. I was wondering if they were ever going to bring Mercenary Mode to actual, like, to d- the Dungeon Finder. And then they Yeah, didn't. and they didn't. Um, the other thing I was going to add to this email is, uh, it like, there's one, you know, thing to have uh, sub-factions or whatever you want to call them, like, in-game that we interact with. But it's a whole other thing to make them, like, an actual game mechanic. And I think adding, yeah. like, a sub what a subclassification just complicates things and blizzard if anything except for the nether like crucible is proof they are moving away from complicated and you know variable based so they i think like that would make just... things easier for people and they would like to facilitate gameplay like letting everybody be able to play with everybody that faction split yeah. though has been there since day one so if they got around it somehow, that's why I was like, that's that's why I was kind of keen on the whole mercenary mode thing. Because I was like, oh, maybe this is kind of the start of, hey, you'll be able to play with members of the opposite faction. You're going to be able to do that eventually. Because that would be nice. Um, but we haven't really seen any signifier of them going very far with that. Uh, yeah. And it's it's, again you know out of all of the stuff that you put out there with this very lengthy email you do have some good points there and i think that it would be kind of nice if the horde and the alliance were able you know just for the sake of queue times and for the sake of faction imbalance because there are servers out there that are incredibly lopsided and it doesn't matter who they're you know cross realm grouped with or whatever there's still that gigantic imbalance there that you have to deal with so it would be nice if some of those problems could be addressed. I don't think that rewriting the fundamental root of what the game is built around is the way to do that, though. I think that there's other ways that they could do that. And they should. I don't know. Rossi, what do you think? Do you think that they should? I've always thought that it was ridiculous that I couldn't play with my Horde or Alliance friends when I was on the other faction. And you know I've jumped factions several times. Oh, God, I jumped have you from Alliance. <laughs> I jumped Alliance to Horde to play with you and the, the guild we were both in. Yeah. I went horde to back to alliance to raid with them i came back to horde to raid with you guys again and then You've our guild died all over the place i because i've always been dissatisfied with this i've always disliked it i've always disliked not being able to like mail stuff to my own characters uh do stuff with them send you know it, it's just no i i get why they did it i understand it but it's always bothered me i've never liked it and i've always wanted a solution to it but i don't think we need Here's the, here's my biggest problem with this idea, which, again, there's actually some cool aspects to this idea. There really are. I'm not bagging on it because, you know, I didn't come up with it. Um, I, I do think it would be cool to have a means where Horde and Alliance could play together. But if you have, like, a Horde light player who can go into a dungeon with, like, an Alliance light player, does, does the Alliance dislike – does the Alliance light guy dislike Alliance shadow guys? Like, do Horde people no longer get along as well? How does this work? It just muddies the story, I think. Yeah. It doesn't really make a lot of... There's If there's no story impact to your choice, like, you know... And, and I'm sorry, can Mitch's Shadow Priest be, like, Horde Light? Like, does he... Is he Never. surrounded by all these other Light people? And he's like, yeah, Would I'm totally he ever want to be? I don't think so. <laughs> I, Never. I, just to troll them. I could imagine Mitch totally <laughs> just joining the light just to confuse and troll everyone. They'd be like, what? Okay, that is a good point. I'm going to invoke the power of madness now. Oh, hey, guys. 
What are we? Oh yeah, I'm just summoning forth unfathomable horror from the realm of shadow. What are you guys doing? But, but we're on the light side. Yeah, I totally am. Support the light all the way. Light, light, light. Anyway, yes, malevolent. <laughs> just it's like that's the thing I'm talking about. Like, do, do you just ban some classes? So you just end up with paladins running with paladins all the time? Like oh, shadow paladins would be so cool. Yeah, I'm a paladin of the light, and I've chosen shadow. What? I I don't understand. No, no one does. <laughs> it's great. You don't have to understand it. Just watch me do stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, ultimately, I feel like yes to the idea of letting Horde and Alliance play together. Please do something mercenary mode, or just if you're on the if you're real ID, battle tag friends with people, something like that'd be fine. I keep saying real ID. It's not real ID, is it? It was at some point. I think you can still actually do real ID if you add email address, but it's sort of outdated. Yeah. yeah. People just use their Blizzard Battle.net tags now for yeah. the most part. Okay. But, uh, so basically, yes, I, I agree that the idea is good, but I don't really think it would work. Okay. Thanks for the email, Rosemary. Appreciate it. Uh, next email is from Whitson Ginger Snaps, gnome on Worm Rest Accord. <laughs> Whitson Ginger Snaps has to be one of the best gnome names I've heard in a long time, so props to you. Who says, Hiya! I recently returned to WoW after a break since hitting 110 and finishing the Warrior Class Hall quest after Legion's release. Coming back now seems a bit overwhelming on where to start what to do. Do y'all have any suggestions? Thanks, Whitson Ginger Snaps. First off, Whitson, welcome back to the game. Welcome we really, back. With a name like that... We needed you to make a return, especially in this Azeroth's darkest hour. Um, Mitch, what kind of suggestions do you have for Dear Whitson? Oh, boy. Uh, this is why I don't play alts, because there's too much to do. Uh, <laughs> what do you? What even unlocks right after you hit 110? Oh, okay. Almost everything does. Everything. Now. Everything. Okay. I mean, I would honestly, I would go to Argus. Like, Argus is going to be the easiest gear catch-up, for sure. Um... And then after that, like if you, it depends what you're interested in too. Like if you want to know the story, and I don't know what story you did before you stopped playing, but ah, Argus, Argus has the newest stuff. It has the best gear. It's a really interesting storyline. Um, uh, if you want to pet collect, like if that's the thing you're into, they've added you know Cataclysm pets uh, recently. So there is that. Okay. Lots I'm, of world quests. I'm I gotta gonna, say something. I'm quick. gonna run down let my me, list here because I let me do actually... one thing before you do. Okay. Because it's one quick one thing. Do just do the broken shore until you get your warrior class hall follower, whatever your your whatever your class is. If you're if you're playing a gnome warrior, it'll be Darius Crowley, and if you're playing horde, it'll be uh, Itrig. Do that and get him because he's the best follower. Okay, I'm done. Okay, so um, I've leveled and astonishing number of alts for whatever reason i guess i'm bored i don't know actually it's really just kind of fun to play the different classes <laughs> i haven't minded leveling alts at all this expansion which is weird because usually i'm like i have to get another one or whatever no i actually really like it this time around so here's what i do upon hitting 110 immediately the first thing that i do is I go visit Cadgar because he's got a mountain of quests for me to do, one of which is to go to Suramar. And I do want to unlock Suramar because the quests in Suramar are no longer dependent well, upon reputation. Real, real quick, mm -hmm. I, didn't they change that in the past, in the recent patch that it, it's just unlocked now? Um, yeah, or is but it I you have to unlock like, it once? There's an there's an opening quest that you have. There's an opening quest chain that you have to go to, and I think you still have to do that with everybody because the last alt that I leveled, I have that quest. I had okay. to go do it um, just to unlock the flight point. Anyway, um, the Suramar quest chain is probably one of the best endgame quest chains that I have ever experienced in World of Warcraft, period. And I really recommend playing through it because it's fun. It's ridiculously fun. And if you're playing a warrior, it's going to be really ridiculously fun because try whirlwinding your way through a city of angry, haughty elves. It's going to be great. Trust me. Um, <laughs> please, please. Please don't do that. Go arms. Don't go fury. Okay, whatever. Don't listen to her. She's mad. Whatever. I don't care. Um, I play a rogue, so <laughs> this is how much I know about the warrior class. <laughs> All I know is that beating the snot out of a bunch of hoity-toity elves, always a good time. Um, 
I recommend Sir Marcus, like I said, for the story element. It's really good. It's not going to get you the best gear in the world. The best gear comes out of later stuff, and there's a lot of endgame stuff to go through. However, you're doing Suramar. That's cool. When you do Suramar, you can also do the Broken Isles. That will open up to you. You'll be able to go do that, and I recommend doing that because there's some pretty good gear there as well available to you. And once you get enough good gear you can go to Argus without falling over immediately. And I recommend going to Argus because that's where all the endgame stuff is right what, now. What do you have to do to unlock Argus now? Because like, this person is 110. I can't remember what is required to actually get to Argus, though. Is um, there anything? I think there's like a... Isn't there like a scenario? Well, you had to go. You had to go hop on the ship and take the ship to Argus. Yeah. And there's a series of introductory quests. And if is there here, anything... If your gear isn't the ship? no, but if your gear isn't okay. that great, if your gear isn't that fantastic, then um, trying to do those unlock quests on Argus, it's going to result in being smeared into a fine ginger snappy gnome paste, and we'd rather not have that happen, Whitson. So, I would say go to the Broken Isles. Get some gear from there, because it's really easy to get gear there. The other thing that you can do at 110 is every week there is a weekly world boss on the Broken Shore, like on the on the Broken Shore itself. Go do that. Make sure you get a token for your bonus roll, so that you can maybe potentially get some gear off of there, because those bosses always have good gear. There's also a world boss that pops up on the Broken Isles, or excuse, Broken Shore? It's Broken Shore? So there's there's one per week on the Broken Isles. There's the Broken Shore one if you broken have shore one is intermittent building up. Yeah, yeah and then there's Argus as well. The other thing that you want to do is you want to keep your eye out for any world invasions that are happening. And you'll know that they're there because there's a giant green swirly on your map. If you go do those invasions, the world quest will give you pretty decent stuff. And then the very end of that whole invasion event should give you a pretty good piece of gear as well. You just want to get your gear up to a level so that when you go to Argus, you're not going to be squished immediately. Um, as a warrior, if you're eye level 860 to 880... You can start Argus with, with minimal if, if you happen to be listening to this this week, there is time walking, which mm -hmm. it's going to scale you, so you won't have to worry about whatever Burning your current Crusade gear time is. Walking. And you're going to earn 880 gear. So that's, that's another a really, good thing to check yeah, out. Uh, yeah, if you oh, happen to catch time walking. Maybe have been gone long enough that you don't realize this, but Black Temple is actually, the Black Temple raid is available through time walking as well. Um, you have to actually group with a big group of people. You can't just queue LFR for that one. But if you look on the group finder thing in the group finder interface, you should find people that are, you know, going to go do that thing. If you're going to go do uh, Black Temple time walking, make sure that you kind of reserve a couple hours out of your day for that. Because yeah. <laughs> it does take a while. Um, it's not just a raffle stomp. Like you, can't, you can't mow your way through it much as you would like to. You can't mow your way through it. Um, but there's several different routes in which you can get good gear. And yeah, if Rossi is saying 860 to 880, that's what you want to shoot for for your eye level. Rossi, I'm going to let you talk because I feel like I've been talking forever. No, I basically pretty much what you guys have said is what I would say, except I would have emphasized invasion sooner because the gear tends to be you can, you'll easily get 850 gear with minimal difficulty. Like you will you'll, you'll be swimming in it. Um, you'll be able to buy. Uh, 880 to 900 gear fairly easily as well. Uh, the stuff that drops from the last boss when you do the scenario tends to be 860 and up uh, epic gear. It's not, you know, far from the best you can get, but m probably the easiest good gear you can get. Once your eye level is around 860 to 880, you can go start doing Argus and you can start getting, you know, 915 to 930 gear pretty easily. Oh, and don't forget about LFR too. Yeah, LFR, although LFR is, you know, the gear isn't as good, quite frankly. LFR gear isn't even as good as, uh, you know, it's like what? Eight, it's, it's, it's like eight, I think it's 885. Yeah. In Tumas yeah. well, it can upgrade pretty far. Yeah, yeah. So, so there is that. You can do LFR. Um, I would say that when you get to Argus, as quickly as you can, get their um, invasion points opened and do invasion points. They are. They're fun. Uh, the gear is good, especially when you get the there's there's an Argus world boss that you can unlock and through invasion points once a week, and there the gear there is about as good as normal uh t normal Antorus is like going to be. Nine thirty, I think. Yeah, it's nine thirty or so. So there's that. 
you know, that's it's actually I've done a few of those and those are actually pretty fun. They're they're kind of zergy. You tend to be a lot of people in zerging them all down at once, but they, you know, it's still fun. And uh, in general, you know, both everything we've mentioned has been good in terms of pure story. If you want story, just story, if you're just interested in that, if for some reason you didn't finish a zone, go finish a zone. Yeah. Take some time and go finish one of the zones. The only zone that I don't really feel like the story measures up is uh, kind of, oh, bloody heck, I can't remember the name. Uh, not Valshiroth. No, South of oh, Valshiroth. Azuna. Azuna? Not because I, I don't, I actually have no problem. I like Azuna's story, but just do the main story. Don't try and chase down all the stuff around the edges because you'll be there all day and a lot of it is just kind of like, what was that? Why did they have to go fight in like some sunken boat? That was bizarre. Just just do the part with uh, the, the highborn ghosts and you'll be fine. And again, a lot of this depends on what you enjoy doing. Like it, a lot of this I think was geared towards gearing. Uh, if you don't really care about gearing and, you know, running high level stuff, then I don't know, find a just pick a point and go. Like just let the game carry you where it takes you. Uh, if you've got four friends, yeah, if you've got four friends who want to do the mythics are fun. Yeah, I, I mean so, a lot of fun. sometimes it's more fun to just kinda hop in, pick a point, and let it take you somewhere. I mean the the route we mentioned is gonna be, you know, good for gearing, but um gear's not everything. There's you know, and sometimes trying to follow a specific path that's less fun. Just have fun with it. Also, um, if you haven't yet, and I imagine you haven't, if you took a break right after you hit 110, um, you can unlock flying now. You need to go do the Suramar stuff, which, again, there's no reputation lock on anything in Suramar, so you can play through it, you know, at your leisure. You don't have to sit there and wait and grind rep until you can do the next part of the quest chain. You can go through and you can just do it. Um, and then also that includes doing, I think it's, it's you have to do exploration so you have to like there's a pathfinder achievement for it it's it's like what happened in warlords if you look in your achievement pane you'll see what you need to do to get that um flying is a good thing to go for the other thing that's good to go for is on the broken isles there um you can get a class mount a class specific mount and rossi you do you have to unlock flying one? first though I, I i think yeah well you unlock yeah. flying as part of it pretty much because you, oh, you yeah in order to unlock flying i think you have to do part of that question you have to get oh, up to a certain point with okay. it I, th- I thought it was the opposite because you need you a might, reputation you might be about that but yeah. yeah um that's that's something that you might want to work towards too because being able to fly on the broken shore makes it a little bit better you can't fly yeah. in Argus, and, it's, and it's account bound it is account bound yes so and Ooh, do the warrior quest mount yeah, the warrior quest mount. That's what I was saying. That's why I said Rossi, because the warrior quest mount is... <laughs> Rossi can attest to it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. It is a it is a fun quest. I'm just imagining the gnome doing the punching. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Whitson, you have so many wonderful things right in front of you. Just pick a point and go. Um, hopefully that helps you out a little bit. Maybe it doesn't really give you one There's direction. There's a ton of stuff to do with we, the game We've right now. given you a million different directions that you can potentially go. So pick one. See what you find. And welcome back to the game. Um, we don't have a ton of time left, so I'm going to jump down to the last question on this list here. Good. Um, and let's go ahead and do that. This is from Rolo, who's a horde warlock, who says, Hello, watchers. I was wondering if you guys could tell me something about an NPC in Winterspring. The NPC in question is a high elf named Nim, and he's located in Everlook. Who is he? What do we know about him? And also, where can I get his transmog? Thanks for all your hard work. I love the shows. Thanks, Rollo. Rollo, I have bad news for you, Rollo. Yeah, I have bad news for you in terms of the armor. Because that armor is the Naxxramas Icebane plate, and it was available during the original run of Naxxramas back in vanilla. You can't get it anymore. As far as I know, you can get the chest plate. You can get the chest plate. You can't get the whole set. Um, Actually, you can get the chest plate and a belt, the was, uh, ice beam girdle. Was that one of the craftable ones or no? Yes, uh, it was I think crafted. all of the wrath ice or uh, next frost resistance. So stuff if was you crafting. if you potentially found somebody that could craft all of those pieces, could you or or were they were they? Oh no, on? the the legs and shoulders were bop. They were bop. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, the chest was boe. The helmet's uh, brace, Bracers, BOE. Shoulders, And then probably. there's a BOP belt, but it's a drop, I think. Yeah. Or maybe it, it might be a quest, actually. The, uh, the, the look for the belt, the, uh, the Icebane girdle, is a 213 Wrath piece that matches the set. 
Yeah. Um, and that's a there's also an ice beam breastplate, I believe, which is a two thirteen craftable, which is, is that also from a BOV. saffron or was that from saffron or was that a craftable so that you could do saffron? I believe it's craftable. Okay. Uh, but both of the ice bane, the two thirteen versions, they're both craftables. Uh, they're not drops, and that's all that you can get now, unless you have a friend who was playing in in vanilla. Hi, um, who has the recipes? Hi again, and who know <laughs> who knows you? And there we have a problem. Uh, we don't know each other. And also, I haven't played the character with this recipe in two years, so uh, I would have to go check to make sure I do actually have it. I don't know cause... if the ingredients are still available, is the thing. Because I think they were next specific ingredients, weren't they? Or no? Uh, I don't I remember having so. to use, I remember actually having to use an anvil in Nax to make this stuff. Yeah. Um, that's what I remember. So I don't know if you could still craft. I would assume, though, that they fixed it so that you can craft it wherever, because they've done that with everything else. But regardless, uh, no, you can't you, get the whole set, Rollo. I'm really sorry. You, you straight up can't do this because it requires uh, frozen runes. Yeah, that's what I and was the frozen thinking. Runes, the frozen runes dropped in Nax, so yeah, the this is unmakeable. Iteration, the original yeah. iteration of Nax. Um, as for Nim himself, Nim isn't actually a high elf. He's a blue dragon. Um, he is part of a quest chain out there. He, he will send you to, oh gosh, what's her name? Is it Hala? Uh, yeah, Hala. Yeah, Hala. H a l e h. Hala, Hala. Yeah. Um. There, there's just a brief quest chain where he sends you out to go see her, and that's pretty much why he's in Winter Spring. He's just there in Everlook to point you to the right place to go to get this quest to go do stuff with the Blue Dragon Flight. So there. he's not. He's a high elf in terms of he looks like a high elf because that's the form he decided to assume. But he's actually a, a blue dragon and. If you're on a hunter and you hit track dragons, it'll bring him up. He'll he'll show up on your mini map. There was an old machinima artist who had the name Nim with like an H, um, and he played a blood elf warlock. Uh, don't know if this guy's a reference to him or not. It could be like he looks like the warlock, but he's wearing plate and it's not spelled the same. So maybe maybe not. But he offers the quest that they were talking about. So yeah, and that's pretty much it. As far as that yeah. goes. I yeah. felt really bad when I read this email because I immediately knew what he was talking about and immediately knew he couldn't get it. For the set? Yeah. Those sets are really pretty and I kind of wish that I, we could still get them. I don't have that set. And I used to, I used to make, I made myself a set and tanked it. I, I, I had that set. And then set you got text. rid of it. Yeah. So yeah. See, I, I have, may have it. I have a couple of the leather pieces, like the blue leather pieces. Um, and it's just a couple of those pieces. I don't have the complete set. I don't know if there was a complete leather version of that set or not. But I know that I have a chest plate that's blue and looks very similar to that. And I think I have a belt that goes with it. Um, maybe a pair of gloves. Maybe. Not sure. But I don't have any of the other pieces that go with it. Because I didn't... I obviously... I didn't raid that stuff back when it was current content. So They did, by the way, upgrade, upgrade update the um, materials. So one of the recipes for it actually required like the new Nax Remus stuff, not the original Nax. Oh, okay. Well, cool. Maybe you still can make it, Rossi. You'll have to look. Uh, yeah, frozen it's... runes are still in the recipe and the no, frozen no, runes frozen, don't No, frozen orb. Those are the, uh, oh, the, frozen the Nax orbs. stuff you get everywhere. Mm, that's not what I just saw when I looked at the I, recipe. Right? Icebane, this is chest guard. There's Icebane chest that's guard. That's the which... 213 piece. Yeah, yeah you, can, from you can make the 213 piece. You can make the the chest and the belt, but you can't make the rest of the set. The original pieces in the set require the yeah. frozen runes, Mitch. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying you, no, can't but... make, you can't make the shoulders or the, the gloves or the boots or the legs, but you can get the chest and, and belt look <laughs> if you want them. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's boo. two versions of the chest. Yeah. And on that downer yeah. note, that wraps us up for emails. Good luck. Sorry, man. Looking good. Sorry, Rolo. Hope we help you out anyway. Maybe you can find lookalike pieces here and there. I know there's a robe. There's a blue and white robe that you can get for your warlock if you want to. And I think that that was a wrath robe. But it's that same color scheme and it's very pretty. And I think people are still crafting that one. So look that up if you At like the look of the blue and white. Closure. Yeah. You'll have some kind of closure. Something going on there. Anyway, 
That's it for emails. Blizzard Watch is made possible due to the generous contributions at patreon.com slash blizzardwatch, and your continued support means that this podcast site and community is able to thrive and grow. Blizzard Watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to the podcast, a better chance at having your question answered on your podcast or the queue, and an ads-free site experience. Thank you very much, Ann. Uh, if you guys have emails for the show, please send them to podcast at blizzardwatch.com so we can, you know read them and talk about them here on the show. Uh, make sure to put podcast or Blizzard Watch in the subject line. This has been the Blizzard Watch podcast. Uh, thank you guys so much for being here listening to us, and we'll be here next week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.